Welcome to the On Deck Podcast presented by Star. I'm Shannon Somerville here with Tyler Weeman about to break down some fantasy baseball for you on today's main slate. But before we get to that, we have a breaking news update on the story we told you about yesterday over the fantasy football fight between Jock Peterson and Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham slapped Jock Peterson last Friday over a fantasy football argument from last season where Tommy Pham was upset with the way that Jock Peterson, uh, I guess, he put an injured player on the IL. Yes. Is that what was Yeah, going he on put an that? injured player into his IR spot, and which is legal as far as ESPN rules go. Tommy Pham, however, is saying that they had their own rules. So that shouldn't have been legal. And now he's throwing in, he's throwing the uh, commissioner into it. Okay. And the commissioner is? Mike Trout. Mike Trout, commissioner of the league. Tommy Pham is saying that Mike Trout is terrible at his job and that he is the worst commissioner in fantasy sports. How do you feel about that? That is the saga <laughs> continues on this fantasy. I just want to see the group chat now. Like what's going on in that group text right That's now? True you too. know, they're all. And I feel like this is just like another episode of the league. It's like yeah. we're, we're just starting a new a, a new season. <laughs> so I'm just looking it up now. He said, I guess he told a reporter, we had rules to the mm-hmm. IR. I know the ESPN app rules, but we had our own individual rules, which is mm-hmm. what you said. He goes, Trout did a terrible <laughs> job, man. Yeah. Trout is the worst commissioner in fantasy sports because he allowed a lot of stuff to go on and he could have solved it all. I don't want the effing, I don't want to be the effing commissioner. I've got other stuff to do. Trout didn't want to do it. We put it on him. So it's kind of our, our fault too. Because we made him commissioner. And, like, Kraut doesn't have other things to do. <laughs> like, he's got a young kid. He's one of the best guys in the game. <laughs> I mean, it is, you know, commissioner is a big responsibility a, that you cannot take lightly. Job. Especially, I'm sure they had a lot of money on this. So I'm sure they did, However, too. However. I want to get into that league. I mean, now, hey, yes. You guys can invite now me anytime. Now, I'm sure this league has just become one of the most highly sought after spots to be in for and next season. I'm sure that any major league player that is really into fantasy football is yeah. begging to get in now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, I don't think Tommy Pham will be invited back by the commissioner. What do you think after all this? <laughs> Probably not, Cotton. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but it makes for entertaining content on the On Deck podcast. It's risky strategy. We'll see how it plays out. <laughs> So it is also nasty yesterday. So yes. let's get to today's main slate for today and talk about our chalk report, who is our high owned projected pitchers for today. And no surprise here being that nasty yesterday, he's our top projected pitcher for today. So the Yankees lefties going up against the Angels today. Speaking of Mike Trout. Yep. Going up against Nasty Nestor today, thirty-eight percent owned off. on DraftKings, thirty percent on FanDuel. That is not a a player I want to be facing is a mad <laughs> no. Mike Trout at the dish, right? Especially when the Yankees beat him soundly <laughs> yeah. yesterday. Well, Nestor Cortez has been dealing yes. second best ERA in baseball right now, 175 opponent average, second fewest hits per mm-hmm. nine 
in Major League Baseball right now and the ninth highest K per nine. And Angels fifth in average against lefties. So, I mean, he doesn't have the best matchup in terms of that, especially when you got a mad Mike Trout who's been uh, yeah. being talked about as a bad commissioner. So I, he's got out for vengeance today. I, I like that you did bring up their fifth in average, though. But for the month of May, the Angels versus lefties have been kind of middle of the road. Okay. So they, they've been a little slumpy in versus lefties, haven't been quite as good as they were to start the season. They're striking out 21% versus lefties. And Nestor's been great. 27% K rate over the last five, 3.28 FIP. You really can't say anything bad about how Nestor's been. The combined K rate, 25%. So I do see some upside. I see why people are going here. And, I mean, it's not a bad play at all. Right. I mean... It's Nasty Nestor, guys. Of, of course you can say that. <laughs> well, let's talk about Seattle's lefty, yes. Robbie Ray. He's going up against the Orioles today, 38% owned on both sites. Now, he's got a 4.75 ERA, but 2.29 opponent average. Last time out, he did give up two home runs, three earned runs altogether to the A's, but did have 10 strikeouts. Mm-hmm. So we know he's got some... K upside there. He's had at least eight strikeouts in each of his last four starts. Mm-hmm. And the Orioles, in terms of average, they're bottom of the league. And against lefties, they're 26th in the league, although they have been playing a little bit better more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, still a nice matchup for Ray. Yeah. The, the one thing I do want to bring up here, too, is the weather. It is going to be nice. Yes. It's like 90 degrees, wind blowing out. Uh because of that, Seattle is probably going to be pretty chalky because they're not facing mm-hmm. Robbie Ray. Yeah. But uh, Ray, pretty high owned. In May, Baltimore has been a bottom five offense versus lefties and striking out 25%. Meanwhile, Ray has had 33% strikeout rate over his last five. So there is huge strikeout upside here with those totally. two numbers. However... Ray also has a 4.5, a 5.35 ERA over the last five. So he hasn't exactly been sharp. Right. But that K upside is kind of hard to dismiss. So that not to mention that 35% hard contact and 43% fly Mm. ball. Yeah, he does give up a couple bombs here and there. Yeah, he he is acceptable to the uh, good old old home run, (laughs) good old long ball. But uh, but. Ray's been great, and there's huge upside, so I get why people are going here. Right. And we've talked about it on the show before, but Camden Yards is not as yes. hitter-friendly as in years past. And today it's kind of, or this year it's leaning more towards being pitcher-friendly. I mean, with the weather being the way it is, it probably all makes well, kind of for a neutral I, I think conditions. there's going to be still plenty of runs there. It's just not going to be home runs. Like mm-hmm. yesterday, Seattle had 10 runs, and... I think maybe they had one home run. Right. You know, it wasn't they? They yeah, did they it all through base hits and, and yeah. doubles and and whatnot and extra base hits, just not hitting the ball over right. the park. Unless you're Aaron Judge, not you know, not a lot of long balls going out at Fenway. Although I he's mean, not, Fenway. he's not happy with Camden, Camden Yards. That is. Anyways, yeah. let's talk about Rangers righty mm-hmm. John Gray. He's going up against the Rays today. And he is 30, 30% on, on DraftKings, 6% on FanDuel. 5.56 ERA, not too attractive of a number right mm-hmm. there. 248 opponent average, though. Uh, at home, I saw this 320 opponent average 
Then I looked a little closer. I think he's only had one start at home this year. Mm -hmm. um, so that's obviously too small of a sample size to draw yeah. anything from that. Razor, 22nd in average, 26th in the month of May. So they just have been totally anemic at the plate. Yeah. I'm going to start this off by saying I really don't like to go after meh pitchers when they're chalky. <laughs> they're just fine. They're just fine. Which means and not John, fine at all. <laughs> John, John Gray is fine. Like he, he's a decent pitcher. Right. Yeah. 23.6 combined K rate today. Uh, Gray is a 4.4 FIP over the last 20, 3.5 FIP over the last five. However, he is giving up 35% hard contact, 91 mile an hour exit velocity, average exit velocity. So he's giving up some hard hits. Uh, the other thing I'd like to point out is that his strikeout line was 5.5 strikeouts, which is fairly high for a guy at his price. So that is one thing to kind of take in yeah. consideration. Like yeah. sports books like him, uh, obviously the field likes him. And there's good reason for it. But going back to, I don't always we like going do, after it. Yeah, yeah, we got to play a little bit of leverage games yeah. here as well. The game within the game, so to speak. Yes. So let's talk about some low on guys, maybe where we can find some value. We'll start off with Ray's lefty Jeffrey Springs going up against the Rangers today. 25% known on DraftKings, just 2% on FanDuel. He's got a 162 ERA, 174 opponent average. Great numbers there. He is getting more stretched out by the mm -hmm. Rays. Had a season high six innings last game versus the Yankees. He didn't give up two home runs in that game. Or, but prior to that, he had only given up three runs in his previous three starts. Now, granted, a lot of these numbers, he's not mm -hmm. throwing a whole lot of you know innings. But um, still some great numbers for Springs. And when you look at the Rangers, 18th first lefties. Mm -hmm. So pretty favorable matchup for him there. And I, I really like Jeffrey Springs as a pitcher. Yeah, he's been great and showed a lot of promise. Mm -hmm. Last two starts, he's got up to 80 pitches, so he is getting a little more stretched out. But then his 27.5% K rate at 6,200 on DraftKings, that alone should make you want to consider him, especially when he's not quite as high owned as, say, yeah. John Gray in a similar price point. Add in that he has a 3.5 FIP over the last five and a 1.9 ERA. And he's really just too cheap not to consider. Right. You know, he's not going to go super far into the game sure. with only 80 pitches or so. But he has some upside in the K department. And Texas has been okay against lefties. They are better versus lefties than righties. But they're not a super scary offense. Yeah. So some, could be some good value there, especially yeah. when you're talking about the price point on, mm -hmm. on Springs. That leads us to our next pitcher mm -hmm. on the slate here. We've got Detroit lefty Tarek Skubal versus the Twins. 2-4-4 ERA for him. 229 opponent average, averaging about seven strikeouts per game in the last five outings. What do you like about this play? Now, Skubal, like, uh, I think on Friday we talked about uh, Alec Manoa just being too low owned for sure you know the pitcher that he's been scooball's in a similar situation he's been 2.35 fip over his last five 30 percent k rate so it's really hard not to look at him at all with those kind of numbers however uh in may 
Minnesota has a 122 WRC plus and they're only striking out 15%. (laughs) So they have been really limiting the strikeouts. They've been hitting the ball hard in May. And that's probably why the field isn't going there. The plot thickens. You know, so, but ton of variants in baseball. They can have an off day any day. Right. And Scooball's been good. Byron Buxton is not the same player he was. He's been struggling lately. start. And that's, it's crazy. They've been doing this without Buxton really contributing. That's a good point. So a risky play there. Mm -hmm. But if you're, you know, playing in those big contests, you got to take some risks somewhere. Yeah. And the the next one's risky too. And I kind of threw that in just, uh, because Scooball is risky as well. Sure. Just give a few more options here. So you're going White Sox righty Michael Kopech versus mm-hmm. the Blue Jays today. Righties are hitting just .098 against him, which I thought was pretty crazy. And given that the is. Blue Jays righties, yeah, a lot um, of righties could be favorable for him. Mm-hmm. He did hold the Yankees to just one hit in seven scoreless innings the last time out. Mm-hmm. So when you're if you're taking a risk. Not a bad guy to take a risk on. Not at all, especially like over the last 20, he's had a 2.88 FIP. It's not much different over the last five. Over the last 20, his K rate was 30%. We have seen a decline over his last five starts in strikeout rate, only coming in at like 22% over those five. But he's been really good this season. And Toronto in May has been below average versus righties and striking out 22%. So you see the Toronto name, you're instantly a little scared, but they haven't been quite as good lately. So there is some upside, but it is, you know, the dangerous offense that might be heating up a little bit. They've been such an enigma this season. They have had the hardest schedule in the league, though. So that could be part of the reason why... Blue Jays haven't been quite that good yet. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a look at some stacks now. Mm-hmm. And we'll start off with our high-owned stacks for today. We're first going to be looking at the Dodgers. A lot of people very invested in the mm-hmm. Dodgers today. They're going up against Pirates lefty Jose Quintana, who's actually been really good. Mm-hmm. 215 ERA, 215 opponent average. Last time he faced the Dodgers was actually just a few weeks ago, and he held them to just two hits through six and got the win. Mm-hmm. Now I know everyone's probably attracted to the Dodgers cause Hey, they have the highest OPS in baseball. And the one thing about this matchup that I don't love is just the fact that Quintana's I think underrated a little bit here. So yeah, I mean, he's been great 2.74 FIP over the last five two. like he's been a legitimately good pitcher and his stat cast data is backing it up. Right. Not allowing a lot of hard contact. He's getting some swing and miss stuff. He's just been good. Uh, the one thing, though, is the weather is going to be warm in L.A. today. Mm-hmm. So yep. that ball may fly a little bit more than uh, it does sometimes. But it, it is the Dodgers. It's yeah. like you can stack against them whenever against whoever. Yeah. Uh, it's they, just in this matchup. They haven't been as good for randomly. Like, they haven't been as good against the Pirates this they, series as they haven't. you probably assumed that they would be. It's been a little bit The other thing is surprising. that the Dodgers are super expensive. Yeah. Uh, how There is a lot of value pitching-wise on the slate, though, so you can absolutely stack them, but kind of hard to do it when the matchup's a 
difficult one and they're looking like sure. they could be high owned. The Dodgers also haven't been as good against lefties, like yes. not nearly yes. as good as they are they against crush righties. righties and lefties. Crush they're still righties. good, but not. There's maybe maybe Freddie Freeman is the only one who does who hits lefties pretty well, even though it is a lefty mm-hmm. bat. He actually has reverse splits on that. I yeah. think that was the only one that had significantly better splits against lefties on mm-hmm. the Dodgers lineup. So just something to take note of as, mm-hmm. you know, maybe with them being so high owned, it might be worth a, a fade there. Absolutely. So let's talk about the Mariners going up against Orioles righty Kyle Bradish. Mm-hmm. We pick on him quite Poor a bit on Bradish. this show. Poor Bradish. 731 ERA, 312 opponent average. Against righties, he's giving up a 361 opponent average and a 1774 OPS, which is exorbitantly high. Mm-hmm. So I can easily see why people are going with Mariners today. Is plus, it worth it, though? Plus, the Mariners have been hot lately. They put up 10 run or double digits yesterday. It's 90 degrees. The wind's blowing out. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of reason to go for Seattle here, not to mention that Bradish hasn't been good. 5.7 FIP. Yeah. He's allowing 2.2 home runs per nine, walking three per nine. He's given up less than four runs only twice this season. Wow. So it's pretty much every game he's been getting hit and hit hard. Mm-hmm. So it makes total sense why people <laughs> why are going, people are going yeah. this way. So it's justified. Yes. Boston Red Sox going up against Reds righty Hunter Green. Green has a 589 mm-hmm. ERA, 243 opponent average. And the last time out against the Cubs, he got hit pretty hard. Five mm-hmm. earned runs, three home runs, and five innings pitched. You're talking about a guy who gives up a lot of dingers. What do you think about the Red Sox matchup today? Yeah, he's given up three per nine for home runs. It's He's also walking a lot of batters, walking five per nine, 6.7 FIP. He, uh, he hasn't been great. Yeah. The only thing going for him in this game is the weather in Boston isn't good. Right. Chance that there this could be postponed. Alert here. If it's mm-hmm. not postponed, it's cold. Fifty mid fifties or so. I guess not that cold, but baseball cold. That is cold. Oh, you think uh, seventy <laughs> degrees is cold? So. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's not a great matchup for Green. Boston should light him up. No, you mean, you, mean you don't like to wear sweatshirts around the office when it's 70 degrees out like no, I do? No? no? All right. Yes, it's cold in Fenway nonetheless. <laughs> Let's talk about some low-owned stacks to help you out, maybe find some value here today. Tampa Bay Rays going up against Rangers righty John Gray. Now, we talked about John Gray in our pitchers for today, Mm -hmm. one of the higher-owned guys on the slate. So is this kind of a leverage play? Yeah, I mean, I love it when I can stack against a meh pitcher that's high-owned. Yeah. So, and Gray absolutely can have blow-up games. We've seen it for years now. And Tampa Bay's offense is kind of sneaky good. They can have huge games and really – kind of link some hits together to make it work so i uh i like the leverage aspect of going tampa bay how about the brewers going up against cubs righty kyle Hendricks, who has a 520 era and i was looking at some of the brewers numbers here they've there's a couple players on the brewers who've really gotten to him in the past 
Yes. And, yes. <laughs> and the Brewers have been super hot. In yeah. May, they're a top three offense, 124 WRC plus with a 214 team ISO in May. So they're hitting the ball really hard right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Hendricks, 5.56 FIP over the last 20, which is even worse over the last five at 6.1. He's allowing 45% fly balls, 33% hard contact. It could be a tough night for Hendricks. Hendricks is another one of those pitchers where he's kind of inconsistent. He can have good games, Mm -hmm. but then just get absolutely shelled. And I think that uh, today could be a shell game. (laughs) So just some of those players that I'll point out, just because I thought this was crazy. Colton Wong has a 360 Mm -hmm. average against Hendricks and get this. 50 at-bats so we're not talking small sample size right. and jace peterson also has a 352 average 17 at-bats but he has two two home runs in there as well so i like those numbers i do too <laughs> so a good play there remember yes. if you are playing daily fantasy and you want to optimize your lineup be sure to visit linestarapp.com get yourself an app to help you with all your decision making and optimize your lineups it'll tell you everything you need to know all your stats in one convenient location is that a That's nice true was that like a nice it. voice of you can even chat pitch? to shandog yeah the, uh, hit me up in the chat. the chat we like to chat it up that's what i i also love the chat feature in line star because honestly everyone in the community wants everyone to do really well uh, totally it's awesome I, our line star community is the best. Yeah, it is. It really is great. They're I, great. I love it. If you don't know who to pick, just put it in the chat and everyone will tell you. And actually, for the most part, they're all they're usually spot on. Yeah, no, I, everybody's pretty good in there. They want to help each other. It's, 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 it's great. Awesome. It's so, a good spot to be in. Check it out. All right. Let's move on to some of our props for today. We will start off with our home run calls for mm-hmm. today. Looking at today's slate, it was a little hard to make a decision on this one. I think I took the longest time I have all season to come up with one. Who did you come up with for today? See, it was pretty easy for me. I went to go pick on our boy Kyle Bradish. Poor Kyle Bradish. Mm -hmm. I'm going with Eugenio Suarez. Mm -hmm. He so Bradish has reverse splits. He's giving up 367 ISO to righties and 10% of his plate attempts to righties and in a home run. Meanwhile, Suarez has a 270 ISO against righties and 6.7 of his plate attempts end up in home run versus Mm -hmm. righties. So I'm going Johanna Suarez Suarez to hit a home run. Oh, yeah. I like that play. Love the Mariners today Mm -hmm. against the Orioles. I'm going with Rafael Devers. I'm taking a trip to Fenway for this one where the Reds righty Hunter Green is towing the rubber for them. And he's given up 11 home runs to right-handed bats this season. And Rafi Devers, 10 of 11 home runs for him have come against righties. So I think he goes yard today. One note, though, there is some weather concern here. So just keep an eye on it to make sure that it is not postponed you replacing any bets on that one let's now take a look at our prop bets for today where are you headed for today so first quick recap yesterday yes each of us we had a two for tuesday mm-hmm. situation and we both had at least one of our props yeah. so but it I'll was the it. plus money one plus that won so we were yes, still profitable plus money we, we were, were still st- profitable that's all that matters yes. just making that money <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna make us some money today so i'm gonna go with robbie ray 
over 6.5 Ks at minus 125. Ray has a combined K rate of 28%. He's hit six and a half in five of the last six, and he's done it in three of the last four times against Baltimore. He's averaging 8.4 Ks uh, over his last five, and I think he's going to go over 6.5. Nice. All right. I'm going with, in your home run call, you picked a Mariner. Yes. I'm going to continue that trend and go with Ty France over one and a half bases. This is at minus 105. He's reached that mark in eight of the last 11 games. He's just been awesome. Last seven days, batting 529. That's crazy. 356 versus righties. And Orioles righty Kyle Bradish is giving up a 361 average 1774 OPS to right-handed bats. Give me Ty France over one and a half bases. So we really do like Seattle. It was really one of like my Seattle. home run calls. It's Ryan Humphrey's home run call. He's going Julio Rodriguez mm-hmm. and your prop bet. Three different Mariners. I think we're trying to tell you something, folks. Sorry, Kyle Bradish. Are you going a two for Tuesday situation here or is there I another, have one, another one. I can throw it out. Let's let's hear it. All right. So it's Michael Kopech over 4.5 Ks at minus 115. He's hit this in six of seven starts, and he's hit it on every road game this season, minus his first start, which was against the Tigers, and he only wants 60 pitches. So we're throwing that one out. But he's striking <laughs> out 9.5 per nine in away games. This game's away. He's going to do over 4.5. Well, two for Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes. Okay, I'm going to go two for Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, also, you're if you're going to do it, I got to do it. It is National Running Day, folks. And you know what that means. It's time for a stolen base prop. And I'm going with Mariner's 21-year-old phenom, Julio Rodriguez, with a stolen base at plus 400. Yeah, he leads the league in stolen bases and is on pace for 50 stolen bases for the That'll be the first time since D. Gordon back in 2017. Give me a stolen base prop today. I like if it. it is a national running day, I just feel like that's a great omen for stolen bases. It is. It is. I like that you're always on those. We are always always check the national, you know, what's going <laughs> on because okay, Heat national, Awareness Day. Heat Awareness Day, the Heat, heat one. one. National Peacock Day earlier in March Madness. Yes. Peacocks one in that. Peacocks I'm one. just saying. The, the universe is always talking to us. We just got to listen. That's my wisdom for today. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Let's take a look. Two weather notes for you today. Angels at Yankees. This has been called the diciest game of the day. 67 degrees, 57% chance of rain. Watch out. They have been very conservative in terms of just going with a postponement this mm-hmm. season. So just watch out. Sometimes... It's just light rain, and they they still postpone it. Reds at Red Sox, probably a light drizzle here. 56 degrees, though, so a little chilly. 75% chance of rain there, again, but usually it'll be play-through weather there. All right, that's going to do it for us. So speaking of Mike Trout being the quote-unquote worst commissioner Mm -hmm. ever from Tommy Pham, who do you think would make a good MLB commissioner? A Any good thoughts? MLB commissioner I mean, not, or a fantasy no, no, no. sports commissioner? Excuse me. Who do you think would make an excellent fantasy football commissioner, not, an MLB player? I can say definitely not Tommy Fan. Not Tommy Fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with, you got to go Aaron Judge. I mean, his name alone, right? 
He he's got, judge. you know, that's, that's he's true. the judge. Gotta, I feel like he would be fair. You know, I am bummed that Mike Trout is not going to be facing Tommy Pham the rest that of the season. That is disappointing. I, I was really... We need to see it. I really wanted to see another slap <laughs> around the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> Although I don't... Something tells me it would not have been Tommy Pham doing the slapping in that I, situation. But. I think Tommy Pham might be a little scared to slap <laughs> Trout. I hope there's more developments with that story because it just keeps getting better and better. All right. That's going to do it for us today. If you have any comments or any comments on this fantasy football situation, hey, who do you think would make a great fantasy league commissioner of all the players out there? Let us know. Drop a comment and download the Line Star app as well. If you are watching us and you're like, hey, I like what these guys are doing. Or even if you don't, let us know in the comments. But like and subscribe so you can keep up with all of our content here at LineStar. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Good luck in all your fantasy games today. Have a good one, guys. Bye.